Hello everyone and welcome back to Straight White Whale. My name is Darren Connell and yes, we have been away for 21 days. Three weeks, that is mental. We just want to thank everybody that stuck with us. Um, there's been a lot of traction with the, you know, views and likes and reviews and stuff while we've been away and having a wee break over the holiday. So thank you to all the patrons that still stuck with us and they're still paying us and looking after us and stuff. It really means a lot. We had a great break over Christmas. It needed to happen. Well, no for me, because I'm a fucking slob. For Paul, because he's in here 24 hours a day. I'm only in here one hour a week, and I'm still <laughs> fucked. <laughs> so thank you very much, everybody, and welcome back to Straight White Well. And as always, when we start the podcast, I would like to give the sponsors a shout-out. Michael Burns from Lamb Solutions Limited. Michael Burns is one of my best mates. I grew up with him in school. He's a good cunt. I trust him with my life, man. We used to take eggies, trust him with my soul, my heart, my soul. He's a jack of all trades, right? He's a tradesman. If you need work done in your house, he can do kitchens, bathrooms, uh, pipe works, all that stuff. Know that pipe, know that type of pipe works. Look at me. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you want a good in the night? The sauna. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's a, a jack of all trades and he cleans gutters, he washes windows. All that type of stuff, right? So see if you need work done to your house, get in touch with Michael Burns. The information will come up on the screen and he'll sort you out. If you listen to this podcast, just quote Straight White Whale and he'll give you a discount and a, a year warranty. So just get in touch with him and get, get the job done. Just do it. Just do it, man. But do you know what? Just phone them up for a laugh and just get them to your house and don't even get them to do anything. Just get them in your house and just do that. I listen to Straight White Well. And then don't let them out your house. Then get in about his farter and all that. This is a terrible start to the new year, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. So Michael Burns, Lamb <laughs> Solutions. Best ad reads in the game, mate, 100%. <laughs> I know, Faye, I would suck Ange Postacoco's banger. I'd suck a banger for Giros. Get in about Michael Burns' farter. If you want to sponsor the podcast, get in touch. <laughs> also, a big massive shout out to Back On Side. I'm not going to keep talking about Alcoholics Anonymous and all these types of charities because I want to kind of mix it up, even right. though it is beneficial to people that are listening. They can go back and listen to previous episodes and hear me giving a shout out to all these people. But one last shout out to Back On Side. I've got some good news, Paul. I've actually finished charity, eh, charity. I've finished uh, therapy with Back On Side. Incredible. Uh, I think I was with them for maybe six or seven months. Right. And I finished last week. So a massive shout out to Libby and my therapist, Jane, from Back On Side that have essentially saved my life. And honestly, Paul, like, I just want to say thank you as well. Fucking hell, man. Oh, man. Don't greet. Don't greet your cunt. Why not? So Have thank you very much. No, I appreciate it, mate. I'm uh, proud of you, man. Proud of you. I can't believe I was about to greet there and I've just done that. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Motivator <laughs> or something. <laughs> oh, fuck. A horrible coping mechanism. <laughs> Typical Glaswegian guy. My heart's going to explode before I'm 40. Hey. Hi. So all joking aside, Libby, Jane and Paul, thank you very much, mate. You have genuinely got me through a lot in the last, since I've started this podcast. Good, mate. I would say that you made me stumble into Back On Side and then Back On Side took over and you were there beside me. Good, mate. So thank you very no, much. I appreciate that, mate. Makes me emotional hearing you say that, man, because I... Good lad. I love you. I love you too. We need to film a montage, mate. <laughs> we need like a... We need, do you know what we need? We need fleeces with... Uh, like bears and wolves on them and we need to go and climb a hill and they like headbands with like long hair <laughs> like a pure 80s music video or something i don't know or like slow motion beach skipping aye yes no we'll recreate the scene for rocky free where they slow motion have a hundred meter sprint and then like cuddle in the water <laughs> <laughs> we'll i'm up for that i'm keeping my t-shirt oh no i'm not getting my tits up 
Um, <laughs> so we've been away for 21 days. Um, a lot has happened. Christmas, holidays, break. Yeah. How have you been, mate? I've been all right, mate. Like, um, I think, you know, being honest, I've, I had a good Christmas, but, you know, life takes over in the new year and it's been a bit of a fucking rough start to the year. But I'm here. I'm still here. Still fighting. Aye. Shit happens. What you got to do? No yeah. looking for violins or anything like that. But no, Christmas was fucking great, actually. Um, had a lovely Christmas day with my sister and my mom, Sharon, my brother-in-law and my nephew. Spent too much money, drank too much alcohol, ate too much food. Pretty much spot on. Good, mate. You feel rested? Oh, 100%, mate. I don't think I could have sat... I don't think I could have took any more time off. I was, like, actually choking to get back. I was kind of like that as well. I was I was starting to miss it. I enjoyed the break, but... Have you got any random mentally ill family members that turn up that ruined the day? No, nobody ruined the day. My brother-in-law did talk about um, the fucking Illuminati. Gave off a bit of Facebook conspiracy theory chat. But it was all very amicable and aye, hearts in the right place, put it that way. But it's <laughs> just like no one, that's no one no control. If there is like 13 people controlling the planet, I don't know what we're yeah. supposed to do about that. But um, aye, it was all like, it was all very good. Like my brother was a really good guy. Like aye, my, my family are all right. Mate. I don't have anybody like, we've, I, I used to be that. I used to be the mentally ill. <laughs> person that came to christmas dinner and spewed out the table or fucking caused arguments i used to cause like big arguments and like be a pure argumentative at christmas dinner see like if people said opinions that i didn't agree with or whatever like that i used to like go in on them and i remember what my sister said to me one year like you need to stop doing that like why come to christmas dinner and having that so i used to be that mentally ill family member <laughs> well yeah i'm glad you're not like that anymore <laughs> so what about you I've not got quite meant like not mentally ill as an unbearable, but I've got pests. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you can live with it, but you know you're sitting there eating a curry, and my dad will be like randomly, "Do you know your great granda had a hole in his heart, and that gets passed through the family?" So see if I was you, I would book an appointment with your GP and check to see if you've got a hole in your heart because you genuinely might die in your sleep. Anyway, Merry Christmas, right? <laughs> I'm like eating chicken balls with my dinner. I'm like, all right. What's with the Chinese? We need to have this out, I think. What do you mean? Why do you have a Chinese on Christmas Day? I don't like, I, I know that there's people out there. I was talking to somebody else and I was like, I think this might be a Glasgow working class trend. Yeah. That's happened since I can remember. I remember families back when I was a wee boy that got Chinese food and I accept it and I know that it's a thing. But I need to understand it. I'll let you understand. I'll help you understand it. Please guide me. <laughs> so essentially, my mum is getting old, right? Mm -hmm. And she is an old-fashioned, old-school mum that cooks for everybody in the family all the time. She does all the washing. She does all the cooking. No for me, because I do my own washing and I cook my own food. But she does it for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And now she's on the other side of 70, and she's just old and she's getting tired, right? Right. And we were like, my dad can't cook. And to be honest with you, I'm like, I don't really want to come up in my day off and cook for everybody. And my ma was, my ma doesn't actually like turkey. Right. So I was like, why don't I just buy, he's a Chinese. Is this the first year? Yep. Right, okay, okay, Well, we've, okay. we've done right, it before. Right, we've right. done it like five years ago or something. Uh-huh. So there was a, there was a scandal. I don't know if you've seen my social media. This is how I know. I did see it, but let's talk about it. So it was a scandal. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the rage. <laughs> Did you feel the rage? I could feel it, mate. I was like, he's raging about this. <laughs> so let's have a chat. Mate, do you know it's funny, right? Because I'm going to be honest with you. I'm seven years sober. Mm -hmm. And see, during my seven years sobriety, mm -hmm. I have had great fun and I've never struggled, right? See this situation, <laughs> it really, it, I was a ball hair off relapsing, mate. Like I was going to relapse on alcohol because I'll tell you, right, to the listeners, 
we went into this local Chinese that's round the corner from my mum and my dad's house, right? It is crazy expensive. It's double the price of everywhere else. But see, because I was like, fuck it, it's Christmas. It's bigger portions. I'll just buy it. So my dad wanted a chicken breast of curry whole with chips. Whole? Yep. Not chopped? Not chopped. That was it. A chicken breast of curry whole criminal and chips no rice no rice savage so he doesn't get them chopped because he thinks the chinese bump them he's like yeah you get it whole and then you know it's whole but if it's chopped it's like half a breast my family are fucking warped mate <laughs> <laughs> so chips and a, a chicken curry okay mama got wanted spare ribs and chicken balls she didn't even want a curry any sauce with the chicken balls? Uh, sweet and sour sauce. Oh, right, okay, yes. And I, I wanted a portion of chicken satay and a, a crispy shredded beef and the rice or chips. So I was going to eat that and it was 70 quid. No, no, it was 64 quid. Tell me the full order. Right, so let me repeat it back to you. A portion of chicken balls, yep. a portion of sweet and sour sauce. Yep. A shredded crispy beef. Yes. Chicken satay. Was it the main or the side? Main. The main. Every main, every menu is the same, isn't it? And then your dad had chips and a chicken breast. So you ordered five things. Yep. And it came to 60. 64 quid, 49 pence or something, right? And then this was before I was going to get juice. I was going to get a couple of bottles of ginger. Right. And I, and she done that. Do you want prawn crackers with that? And I said, the prawn crackers no come with it. And she said, oh, I suppose we can do you a small bag. And I just like manically started laughing, mate, like cackling. And even to that point, I was like, ah, fuck it, man. It's Christmas. All right. And then she went to take my bank details. No. Everything, I forgot to tell you, right? Every order I said to her, she was getting it wrong. So <laughs> I was saying like a bag of chips and she was like, ah, salt and chili chips. I was like, no, chips. And I, then I said, chicken breast whole. Is it chicken breast chopped? So I was starting to get angry. <laughs> and then she took my bank details and she was like, there's something wrong with your card. Your card's not working. And I was like, there's nothing wrong with my card. I've been using my card all day. Uh -huh. And then the prong cacker thing happened. Prong cacker get Aye. And I hung up. I just hung up. And then I left. Uh, I tweeted, right? All the tweets I've ever sent, it's the tweet that get mere, missed traction, right? 100,000 views or something. Every cunt was putting underneath it. That tastes good walk in Springburn, right? Everybody was putting underneath it. Shocking. It's fucking shocking. I hate that place. Now, at that point, I was like... I'm, I want to fuck them up. I want to walk around and go in and all that. And <laughs> Were you having like pure collateral? Tom Cruise, like, going to just pure go in and just shoot the place up? Like, fuck them? No, go in and just be like, ah, what the fuck? You fuck me. Right, Don't okay. fuck me. You fuck me, I fuck you. That's how it works. So <laughs> uh, I hung up. It never happened. But my tweet gets so much traction. Uh, the owners of the Chinese posted on the Bishop Briggs Lindsay and Kirk and Tullock page page <laughs> <laughs> saying wow look we're like this is why our prices are more expensive and everybody else was putting underneath it but if somebody's paying 70 quid for a Keep meal a fucking they should get prong crackers, a man. bag so, of prawn crackers so not usually over a tenner aye any order over a tenner do you get a portion of free prawn crackers with it yep that's standard practice yes but right. there was people, see some of the comments underneath it, it was so mental. People were like, ah, I bet you they would spend that money on drugs. And you're like, mate. Well, I'm sober. What's that got to do with it? <laughs> I used to jump in pure, well, I'm sober, so no. Fuck's sake. I was the pure, was there like two camps. One camp was pure, fuck your Chinese Aye. restaurant, and the other camp's pure, fuck this. Did, Aye. did they screenshot your tweet or anything? Did they out you? No. Did they publicly shame you? No. Right. Okay. But the amount of people that screenshotted that and sent it to me. So <laughs> I went round to another Chinese called Stans in Springburn. And I paid for essentially the same meal. How much? 40 quid. Right. 
I would say for the five things, even 40 quid, still heavy, but yep. good. Right? But they gave me a free bag of chips with my meal. Uh-huh. And they also gave us two free bags of prawn crackers. Mate, I was stoning. She looked scared, right? I was stunning at the <laughs> counter. <laughs> she doesn't even know what's happened. <laughs> Obviously, she doesn't even know who I'm. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I seen the crackers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go and get it on Christmas Day? I go pick right. Okay. I seen the crackers, mate, and I start. I was literally tearing up like that. Thank you very much, by the way, for the crackers. That means a lot. And she's like, I don't worry about it. I was like, no, I'll be back here. I'll be telling all my pals. I'll be tweeting about it. And she was like, I need bother. Get out the fucking shop, you cunt. No, but like CCTV footage somewhere on some sort of like Facebook page. You're like, oh, that's crackpot. And it's pure. Thanks. Thanks for the prong crackers, pal. Mate, I'm texting my pals that I've not spoke to in a month and all that. I'm like, don't go to Taste Good Walk. They've pure <laughs> fucked me, man. They've fucked my family and all that. My mum's 70 odds and she's fucked. <laughs> She can't even give my ma prom crackers, man. And they're like, what? I'm sitting here with my wife and my wins, mate. I'm like, <laughs> like happy, happy 2020, 2020, 2021, 2022. Darren, I've spoke to you in three years, but you know, thanks for the <laughs> advice on the prom crackers. After that happened, mate, I was sitting in my old room that I grew up in. And honestly, I was sitting on my bed and there's a place called Park Gate that is a 20 minute walk <clears> from my house. Right. And it's, it's like all the dafties go there for booze. And I'm sitting in my bed as my man and my dad are watching Mrs. Brown's boys laughing downstairs. I'm sitting there in silence like that in my bed, looking at the wall, right? <laughs> in my head, I'm like, walk up to Park Gate, get a bottle of Bucky, go into Springburn Park, sit on a bench and just get full of Bucky. <laughs> so there we go. There, that was my Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did, not and then you phone a fellow Alki and you're like, ah, my head's fucking fried. I think I'm going to relapse. I tell them the prom cracker story. See, because they're fucking mentally ill. They're like, ah, I know, fuck them. Fuck them. No, I mean, look, I, I, I'd say fuck them as well, man. That's, yeah. I, I mean, 60 fucking four quid for not a lot of food, man. And then they'll get the audacity. To try and fucking make it seem like they're doing your favour by throwing in a bag of fucking... And what is prawn crackers? Like, how... I mean, it's nothing. Is it all that powder that goes in a fucking frying pan? It's the fact she said small. Like a I was small a bag. fucking cuck. You give you a small bag? I suppose we can give you a small bag. You know, I'll send a small bomb Aye. to your Chinese restaurant. See, when you were saying you were sitting on your bed, my brain went, were you sitting staring at the free calendar that they sent your mum? Staring at that Stans gave us a box of chocolates as well. Did they? Aye. What kind of chocolates? It was uh, Celebrations and Quality Street. What and I cared as well, man. They fucking went all out. They went ham, did they? Let's phone them anew, man. Fuck it. See if they want to come on the podcast. <laughs> the wee woman behind the counter in Stans. Actually, no, Stan. We won't talk about this the full podcast. You need to call this prong, prong cracker gate. Right, okay. Uh, but I've fitted his kitchen, Stan. He stays in Bishop Briggs. Is that his real name? Stan, aye. Right. I think, I hope so. Being racist there. Just because the guy that used to own the Panda House in Carntine, legendary Chinese takeaway, he was called Adrian, but it wasn't his real name. You know, his real name was like, I don't know, I won't be racist, but I'm trying to say something like Shen or something like that. Like, aye. popular Asian name. But, um, Aye, if you don't want to talk about this, if the full thing, me that I mean that's a that's a great story. There was the boy Adrian that owned the Panda House. He's hand chopped off by triads. Wow, because he owed them money. And then there was one day as well. I watched a junkie run into the Panda House and rip the towel off of the counter and just run away with it like manically cackling. <laughs> <laughs> As he ran down the street with a towel, like a plug, flapping behind his head. He's probably using that in the house. <laughs> he deal drugs to people. Ding! <laughs> or oh, the towel. I, I thought you said a towel. No, the towel. All right. Like he ran in. We were in the panda house and they had that. Remember the old school Chinese? Maybe still got it in the ones in Springburn. I'm sure they'll still got it in the panda house. It was like a mad maroon padded seat at the window. You know what I'm talking about? Aye, it was aye. like the mad shitey padded seat that was all ripped and all that and the fucking fluff was coming out of it. We were sitting there 
and this guy just ran in. We knew him. Everybody knew him. The fucking cunts in the restaurant knew him as well. It was so stupid, but he just ran. He must have been watching. She's went through the back, and he just ran in and grabbed the till. But as he was like, we followed him out. Like, where's he gone? And as he was running down the street, he was pure <laughs> with a towel, pure flapping behind his head, man. As he like sprinted down the street with this fucking towel. Did he get done for it eventually? No, did he? Fuck. Oh wow. I would imagine that um, he probably got a doing. Yeah. Like I don't think that uh, people that are own, running a Chinese restaurant that's like involved in the the sort of Glasgow triads is going to be phoning the police. Yeah. I think they probably just paid him a visit. Aye. Who knows? He's not got a thumb now. He's dead. All right. Wow. Crazy. Happy ending to that story. <laughs> Aye. But no, poor, poor guy. And I fucking hated his guts, man. He bullied the life out of me. He was about 10 years older than me. And he used to just take your money off you at the shops. See, like one of the junkies that used to Aye. just hang about the shops and take money. Um, he sold me a bit of hash as well. It turned out to be a stone. But, um, Scumbag, man. Uh, I know, that's the worst thing. That's the worst thing. Um, but um, no, I, 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 the guy died. Oh, but yeah. it was always on the cards. See, like one of the ones where you were like pure eye, kind of ticking time bomb. Surprised it didn't happen there. Well, it's a know. cheery podcast for the fucking first one of the year. Isn't it? It's no cheery at all. I mean, it is. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Mate, we've done about we've done fifty-seven podcasts. I think we've spoke a lot worse yeah, than this. That's true. One of the uh, Patreon subscribers sent me a link saying that somebody died in Pipeworks. That was recently, by the way. Aye, aye that's aye. when I get sent. It was just when you were saying that Michael Burns does pipeworks. Well, somebody died in there. Aye, the guy had a heart attack. I met one of the Patreon members for a coffee. I know him for way back. No, I'm not going to name him right because I know it's personal. But he's gay, and he was telling me about pipeworks because he's listened to the podcast, mm. and he's he's gay and he's been to the pipeworks. Right. So he was telling me. That obviously it's a gay sauna, right? Uh -huh. But he told me that there's a random straight guy that just goes and he's like, ah, no, I'm no gay, I'm just here for a sauna. And just watches <laughs> them like noshing each other <laughs> no, out. No, I think he, I think in the pipe works there's separate rooms if you want to oh, go in. A... So there's a right. sauna, there's a steam room, and then there's rooms. Right, okay. If you want to go and it's just my own personal gay fantasy that I'm fantasizing about fucking guys, like twenty guys in a sauna or something. Mate, so I, I can't just assumed it was like that, do you know what I mean? Mate, imagine trying to suck somebody's cock in a sauna, man. My fucking faint. I can't move I in a sauna. What to the guy? Had <laughs> heart attack. I saw the the boy was like, I, I just goes in for a sauna in a steam room, and then up the road. Went, All right. Aye, no bother, man. Aye, that's no a, bother. It's a weird kinker. Aye, man. That, there's no way. I mean, denial, maybe buy or whatever, but that's just pure denial. Guy goes to like, how many saunas and steam rooms are in Glasgow? A guy picks the one. Gay sex, sauna yep. and steam room place, you know what I mean? The fuck fest. Bet you that place has seen some sights, man. Holy Aye. shit. Imagine that, you're like, ah, mate, you can't shave in here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The people just listening to the audio of the podcast will be terrified. That's like a night terror. Gay blowjob A ASMR. <laughs> Imagine that, eh? Do you, do you like that? Is that good? 10 million views on YouTube. <laughs> no. Is that good, mate? You like that? Uh, you, you got my money ready for my bottle of wine? Sounds like a horse drinking water. Fuck's sake, man. So, we're fried, mate. Like, we're fried. Aye, we're fucking fried. And the both of us are sober enough. Um, I've also got some good news. The Funny Bunch is back on Sunday. This Sunday. And yes. baby... What a fucking lineup we've got. Do tell. Tom Stead. He's an American dude. Yes. So you know, like top what do they call that? Top shelf? Yes. He is Boyle Bridges level. Aye, man. Aye. He got in touch with the stand and he's looking to do new material. And he, he asked me and I said, Of course. So Tom Stead, Gareth Vaugh, an open spot that her name escapes me. I apologise. She's only done 10 gigs. And Susie McCabe. Susie McCabe's going to be there as well. That's an amazing lineup. And yourself? Yes. So it just got announced. It's only got announced like a week ago. There's plenty of tickets left. If this podcast is out on time, then you can buy tickets. I'll get this out, mate. Thank you, baby. 
And are you coming on Sunday? I will be there. Yes. 100%. Yes. You and Sharon are welcome on the guest list. If she wants... I'm not even going to finish that sentence. That was horrific. Uh-oh. That was really horrific. Okay. Yeah. I won't even be like, no, go say it. I'll say it after the podcast. <laughs> it was quite... When I say sexist, I was just going to say... Why just am I saying? Just say I was going to say if she wants to bring pussy. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! I'm sorry. I'm kidding on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hello, <laughs> Incel. What do you mean you don't like me? Um, you want to start an Incel podcast? What will we call it? Uh, what do you mean you just want to be friends? <laughs> <laughs> friend zone. I accept the friend, friend zone. zone. <laughs> Hi and welcome back to the friend zone. I go to the gym seven days a week and I'm such a good human being. And then it's like, did you know get done for rape? We don't talk about that. It was a, I slept. Okay, I slept on a banana peel. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to do it. So funny bunch this Sunday. <laughs> 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 but mate that is an elite level lineup man i've heard i've never seen gareth war but i know he's like he's up there with the way people very, talk about him very funny and i hope he doesn't mind me sharing this story he actually jokes about it and he's set but i've only ever done ket once in my life and it was at the wickerman festival mm -hmm. and i did it with gareth and i thought i was gonna fucking die mate this wee American Jewish comedian, right? I had coke and she had cat. This was like fucking 13 years ago, so I don't feel bad no. talking about it. So I had a bag of coke and she had cat, and I cut her a big massive line of coke. And she was like, I'll give you some cat. And she cut me a wee tiny line of cat. Now, in my mind, I'm looking at my line to her line, and I say, oh, you, Snidey boss, fucking gives a line. Cut a better line than that. And she's like, no, cat is a lot stronger than coke. You only need a wee bit of cat. She's right. Aye. I wasn't hearing it. I was like, get that fucking line out right now. <laughs> oh, no. So I took a big line of cat, and I think Gareth took some as well. And we were all, an hour later or something, I was like, that's not really fucking hit me. And we were all sitting in a, standing in a field in a circle. I'm not going to name the other comedians that were there. We were all passing them poppers. I get the poppers and I just kind of look up. Oh, I can only compare it to like Bambi being on ice, unable to stand. Like, mm. and I just done that. <laughs> on the grass and just on the grass like that. <laughs> I felt like I was sinking down the grass like that. <laughs> there was all these comedians. Some of them weren't they funny, like unfunny comedians like <laughs> coming to me, right? So I was like, they were like, hey, does are you all right? And I'm like, get the fuck. Get the fuck. I'm going to fucking die. And then about an hour later, I just left. They left me in a cat hole in the middle of a field as I was staring at this guy. And a boy called Mikey Adams, who doesn't do stand-up anymore, was like, darn, are you all right? And I was like, mate, mate, please, mate, take me to the the first aid tent. Mm -hmm. I'm fucked. And he's like, it's just kept, mate. You'll be all right. And I'm like, no, no, take me to the first aid kit, uh, tent. So he was, he's quite well-built and a strong guy. He, <laughs> he fucking <laughs> lifted me up. <laughs> like, see, like a... a a fucking bride getting walked through <laughs> like he picked me up like i was a baby like, a <laughs> I, like i was nothing i was literally like he picked us up like that and i was like cradled into his chest like help me michael <laughs> michael help me he got me up we were walking to the first aid tent and then as soon as i started walking i came out it and i was like mate that was fucking horrible man i'm never doing that again Aye. horrible horrible never done it again never I get spiked with it. Oh my god! And mate. I didn't know what was going on. And I remember walking up. I was in a cat house, and I was walking up Union Street, and I was shouting, "I'm walking on chocolate," because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't walk. And the, the grun looked like the top of like a Snickers or something. So like the mad ripple, like sort of effect that they do on the top of like a Mars bar. It looked like that. And oh I was, my god! And I was saying to random people, I ran away from my mates. 
So I was like, don't know what's going on. And somebody was like, oh, fuck, that's Ket, no Ekkies. I thought it was taking Ekkies. And then I get spiked, like, so they didn't, like, drop Ket into my drink. I thought it was taking Ekkies. We thought, we all thought we were taking Ekkies. But was it Ket tablets? But it was, a, I, it was like ketamine in a tablet. Wow. And um, or it was like half ecstasy, half ketamine, and it just hit me bad, man. I was like pure. See, like you're saying, everything just. I remember like stoning, like dancing in the cars, and then all of a sudden everything started going. Mm-hmm. And I was like pure dancing in slow motion. I was like, holy shit. And I sat down, went into the cat hole, and then ran away. Like <sighs> ran out of the cat house and was running up Union Street going, I'm walking on chocolate. Mate. Was Kicks it fucked, man? Was the come down bad? Oh, mate. Like I sat up all night. I tried to smoke, like, just pure weed joints to get myself to sleep. Couldn't get to sleep, was just rushing all night. Then my mates came back to the flat for the cat house, and I ran in in my boxers and was pure trying to punch cunts and that. You're just talking about me. <laughs> I could hear whispers. I was, like, sitting in the room pure rotten, and I could hear, and I just heard, and I was pure, and that's what, like, my old mates call me, and I was, like, they're talking about me. And the last I was with at the time was, like, nobody's talking about you, Paul. Like, calm down. I just been busting in my boxers. You're fucking talking about me. Throwing punches at cunts, not man. Did you connect? I did. Me, I missed <laughs> by about a country mile. I think I been, maybe even got closer to punching myself in the face, and I did punching anybody else. But no, I was screaming at them, not that. And there was like randomers that they had brung back for the cat house, just pure. And I'm six five, mate. It's not like I'm a wee guy. Mm-hmm. I had long hair, like held down to my fucking middle of my back, and I just came busting in in the middle of a fucking cat hole. Try fucking so I man I don't like ketamine man I'm not a fan of it at all. I think ket I can always look at a drug and say right I understand why people take that uh-huh. that I cannot I'm understand. The same, mate. I don't get it. I don't get it, man. You're really hurting yourself. That and speed as well. Oh mate, speed is evil. Oh mate, I took a line of speed one night and a, a gaff and I thought it was a line of coke, and the guy. I was fucked, so I didn't even really look at it. It was just pure, you were out of line and it was on a train. I just done it and it was like acid going yeah. into my nostrils. The guy had was like pure, oh, could I maybe have chopped it up a wee bit more? It was like graining. Oh, mate. And then the feeling that you get after that is like dirty. You yes. feel dirty when you've took speed. I mean, it's methamphetamine. Aye. I remember a boy that used to went to my... You know, it's like 40 quid for a gram of coke. Mm-hmm. This boy that went to my school put, <laughs> put out this bag of speed, right? Fuck knows how much it was, but it was like a sandwich bag full of speed. <laughs> it must have been like half an ounce of speed or something. Right. And he's, so in my mind, I'm like 40 pound a gram of coke. And he's like, how you want this? I was like, much. And he's like, tenner. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> a tenner for a sandwich bag full of speed? He's like, aye, on you go. And I was like, no, you're all right, mate. I but I had I remember having speed one night when I was about seventeen or something, and I was at my mate's house and it was during a storm, and it was about three four in the morning. Everybody fell asleep, and I decided to walk home. I was like, I'm going home, fuck it, and I walked home with a t-shirt on during a snowstorm in fucking the middle of winter. Always a good decision, that one. And see, as I was going home, that's what I was hearing. The police are being. Uh, the, Watch. the pure whispers, man. Watch. Which weird thing, man. And then I got to my front door, and guess what? What? It was locked. <laughs> right. So I never chapped the door to get in with my dad. Right. So you know what I done? What? Just walked back to my mate's house. Oh, did you? Walk back to my mate's house, go in soaking and freezing and fucked. And for some stupid fucking reason, because I was out my head. I took his curtain off the fucking rail and used it as a bed sheet. <laughs> oh mate. Drugs are drugs are bad, aren't they? Man? Like drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. They're for mugs, my mate says. Drugs are for mugs. Right? They they really are, man. Like I think you can I think there's there's a lot of people, I think the majority of people out there can dabble and have like a good or a bad time depending on what their 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 uh, their whole, you know, their whole experience is like. But there's people out there, mate, like, I'm one of them, I know, like, I always take it too far. Like, see when it comes with bevy, anything that's, like, an escape, I take it too far, man. Yeah. And I always, like, you know what's the worst of it as well? See, you come back for that too far, I always need to fuck it. I can't just, like, realise without fucking it that I'm taking it too far. It's always, like, 
Oh God. Yeah. So I stay away from drugs. I think we're quite similar to each other, Emmett. Aye, mate. That's the the life of an addict, isn't it? Yeah. Once an addict, always an addict, and all that. But no, mate. I'm I'm terrible. I'm terrible and shit, man. Yeah. But I stay away from it. You know what I mean? People are like you go and they're like you are a pill, and I'm just like it's not worth it, man. Because, and it's not even like the pure the this the sort of usual trope. I'll take that pill and then I'll be fucking snorting lines off somebody's asshole later on, and then it is. But that is a possibility. Yeah. It's not guaranteed, but that possibility is there. So I just don't bother. Yeah. You're likewise, mate. I'd snort a line off anybody's asshole. I mean, I'd date to a female for because it would be fun. But if I was at my nut, I'd date to a guy for a laugh, like. Fuck it. Pure hemorrhoid fucking covered arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nurse heard nor that. <laughs> Oof. They come down off that. So what's the kind of, what are we going to do today? Because I've got a list of subjects, but I'm thinking about the Patreon as well. Like, are we just putting out a day, a day, see, because this is the first one back, aye. so what, I just do a day early, and then next week we'll get a guest in and stuff? Ah, yeah, I will do that, mate, right. 100%. But because we're just breaking into the first time, we'll just get it out a day aye, early. I did my wee mental health post on Patreon after you asking me twice. Yeah, just forget about shit, mate. Just go into my fucking head. But I man, I did my wee mental health post. I suppose I would say that for everybody that's listening, just was saying to the Patreon subscribers that you don't need to like rush in anything. You don't need to really just it's no like New Year, you need to fucking you need to be doing this and doing that and blah blah blah. It's like take everything at your own pace. Like fucking twenty twenty, twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two have been pretty fucked up years, man. Like don't know about you, but I'm a bit like Battle weary with it all. Just everything. Do you know what I mean? COVID, Russia, fucking the economy cost of living. It's just so much shit out there, you know, mate. Yeah. People just need to take it easy. Like, you don't need to jump in and be like, right, this is going to be the greatest year of my life. It's like, take it easy, see how the year goes. And that's that was my message on the mental health post. And a lot of people appreciated that. <clears throat> and I agree with you as well, mate, because it's like, do you think when they were living during the war, hiding in fucking bunkers, the bombs people were like oh i'm getting a bit chunky i better get to the they, gym need rations when <laughs> 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 they getting their creatine in no but, i think that modern life and the pursuit of making money modern life sells you a pile of shit that you don't need and it is through things like instagram in particular it pushes it down your fucking throat uh-huh. And it's almost near impossible for you not to engage with it and not to feel shit about yourself. And I think that's what I was trying to say to people. Because I did say, I was like, don't compare yourself to people. Take it at your own pace. Make your own plan. Do what you want with this year. Yeah. That's what I'm doing, man. I'm just like, aye. I'm just going to, one of the years where I just go, do you know what? It's been hectic. Came out of COVID, started a business, doing six to our weeks. Like, I need to take my fat off the gas a wee bit. Just realise that I'm no living life as well as what I should be. Mm-hmm. And taking care of the people that I should be taking care of, and just I just be like, take a step back from life and look at it and go, what am I doing? You know what I mean? And go, this is important, this isn't it, and that shit's not important. New Year's resolutions and what like I said in the post, mate. I walked by fucking pure gym on Christmas Eve and Boxing Day because I've got a pure gym in my back garden, pretty much. It's people that were in on Christmas Eve and Boxing Day, and I was just thinking, I need a break. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's too much. Is it is that too much? And see to be fair, I thought about the post and I was like, being very judgmental of the people that are in Pure Gym. Maybe they celebrated their Christmas like two weeks ago and they, they work in glad or people that are working. This isn't like a special day for anybody. But I also said, but I think that's a problem for people. It might not be a problem for the people that I seen in Pure Gym, but it sparked something in me to go, there's people out there that don't give themselves a break. Yeah. Um. And don't and feel like they can't. Maybe because they don't make a lot of money and they work and they need to do that. And and they're like, I can't have a break. And but I, I was just saying to the guys in in Patreon and I suppose you and me, it's like take it easy. Life's no fucking hundred and fifty mile an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. I and I did that for the first <clears throat> week of January. Um. I was feeling a wee bit rough. Uh. Cause my winter blues start. In January, mate, it's no December. Everybody's on holiday in December. You're seeing your family, you're eating what you want and no feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. January hits you and you're fucked. So 
the first week of January, I felt really rough. But I'm like, do you know what? I never went to the gym, never done any walking. But then I was like, right, what makes me feel better? Vitamins. So I started buying vitamin D, magnesium before bed, zinc before bed. I've started to cut out bread and sugar and stuff again. And then I rejoined the gym last week and I'm like, I'm feeling good. And then in the grand scheme of life, like who really gives a fuck? I'm trying my best. Mm-hmm. And so I enjoyed it. it. I enjoyed it. Trying yeah. your best. That's all you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your best sort of should be good enough for you. It's, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't do any more than that. You've just got to do it. Yeah. That How are good. you feeling? Somebody had mentioned to me the other day that there was like a conclusion to Scott Squad or... Yeah, we allowed to talk about this. Like, we'll talk about because it. it went out, didn't it? Yes, the last um, season. How are you feeling about? Because you were in the last season. Yeah, and I was like, never fucking tell me. Well, I think you should know. Then that's how I'm feeling. I I don't really feel. I feel sad, but I also feel I've got a mixture of things. Like obviously, it's changed my life. It's changed my life without doubt. Mm-hmm. And Joe Hullet. Uh, giving me an addition has just that that's why I'm a self-employed stand-up comedian it's because of Scott Squad uh-huh. but it's frustrating um it's naturally came to an end as well just like still game and chewing the fat I feel like it's time for a break um there's just so much that I feel like they could have done and they haven't done it and then that's probably why it's finished. So I feel a wee bit deflated, to be right. honest. But I don't feel devastated. I'm not bitter. I'm not angry. Uh, I enjoyed going back. I enjoyed doing it. But it's definitely came to a point that I f- even feel like we're all like, it's time to take a break with us. Mm-hmm. Because like, I know I'm funny, right? I'm not deluded. I know that I'm funny. I might not be funnier than other people, but I know that I'm a funny person. Over the space of 10 years, my character, Bobby, it's essentially just me running into a station. It's the exact same joke every single episode Mm -hmm. for the last 10 years. And I've been kind of saying to them, like, it's time to change it. It's time to mix it up. They won't change it. They won't mix it up. And, you know, it's became almost like a parody itself or something like yeah. that. So that's a shame though, because it maybe sounds like the people that are like writing it and involved maybe even don't, you know what I mean? They don't love it anymore. Like mm. they're maybe needing a break for it, do you know what I mean? Like everybody, like you're saying. Well, I feel Joe Hillett's left and he's not involved with Scott Squad anymore. He's went and he's the head dog at Channel, Channel 4. Four or something. Uh-huh. So I feel like um, the heart has left. Right. And it's just became this machine. I'm not bad mouthing it. I'm just being honest. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be one of these cunts that are like, hey man, fantastic time on the set of Scottish Squad. I want fantastic, you know? I'm not going to be like that. I'm just being honest. Mm-hmm. And if it fucks my career or it fucks me progressing or anything, then whatever. But nah, I don't think anybody would ever take exception about you expressing an opinion about yeah. a project that you were so deeply involved in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's your, your work. You know yeah. what I mean? You've get a right to have an opinion about your work as much as that may or may not like upset people like fuck them like aye so onwards and upwards with other projects probably and it it feels a wee bit sad that I'll never play I mean Bobby is such a fun character for me to play Mm -hmm. because my stand up comedy is so dark and can be vicious towards myself Mm -hmm. to play Bobby is like a panto-friendly, child-friendly character uh-huh. that I love playing. And it does make me feel sad thinking I might never play that character again. Mm-hmm. So everybody else is getting a spin-off. Maybe Bobby could get a spin-off one day. Aye. So I was going to say, do you think you could ever do a spin-off with it? Like, I mean, I um, think I could do a spin-off <clears throat> with it, but I don't know if they think I could. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Everybody else does, all the fans. Know that I'm bitter or anything. Fucking gonna turn up at the BBC with a bag of prawn crackers. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I Aye man, you look like I looks like your your um Aye, there's a sadness to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all the all the episodes, that's another frustrating thing, I know. Ten years punters have been asking, where can we watch old episodes? They've tried to get it on Netflix, that's not happening. Can I get it on Amazon Prime? That's not happening. And notice all the episodes and all the seasons are on BBC iPlayer. Mm-hmm. And nobody's even gave a fuck. Nobody's tweeted about it. Nobody's told anybody. I posted it on my social media and it went viral. People are like, oh, amazing. We can get to see Scott Squad. So the punters love it and I love it. But aye, it's good that it's kind of... Yeah, it's winding down. Aye. I day definitely feel like Screech face saved by the bell, man. You know what I mean? 15 years too long. He's the headmaster. Doesn't really make sense anymore. <laughs> You're like, we didn't. Is Screech? that what happened? Was saved by the bell? I think he became the fucking headmaster. Are you fucking kidding me? I think he did. Oh, wow. I think it's good. I've only got memories of fucking saved by the bell being you know, like Zach Morris and AC Slater. I don't remember it being. I don't remember that. Was that like. The new batch of like, Wait, what the fuck I, do they, the I'm reunion sure became, or something like that? I'm oh, sure like, he became Christ. the headmaster. So there we go. What was the original headmaster's name? Mr. The, Spilding? Was that yes. Saved by the Bell? Well, was that another? That was Saved by the Bell. Uh, was that? Right, I was... I well loved, remembered. Mate, I loved Saved by the Bell. I think I could probably, if, if I got a start, I could probably sing you the theme tune. <laughs> when you wake <laughs> up in the morning... Aye, there we go. I remember <gasps> it. It's alright, because I'm Saved by the Bell. Uh-huh. What I always found funny about Saved by the Bell is, is that um, who was Zach was the like the main guy, the blonde hair guy. He used to like break the fourth wall and stuff, didn't he? And like talk yeah. to the camera. Um, AC Slater was basically like his bully. He used to like threaten him with violence quite a lot. Yeah, remember that because he was like the tough guy, like the wrestler or something. He was like a wrestler or something like the athlete. And he's no age today. But Mario Lopez, yeah, ah, mate, beautiful man, like stunningly beautiful man, yeah. But I don't know. I'm supposed to be a bit of a prick. Felt that as well. All oh, right, have you? I was just, I was just about to say, maybe I made that up in my head because he's so beautiful. I'm like, he must be a prick. As the rest of them all look fucked and screeches dead, and he's no age today. Probably drinking blood, like the rest of them. The Illuminati. Of course. On the sheet, yes, I do. Um, it's just a short story. I mean, I don't mean to scare you, I don't hope this is no scary. I thought it was funny when I was a young guy, and obviously, I was fucked maybe 15, like absolutely fucked. Like, I used to walk about and hear white noise in my head, mate, mm-hmm. like that level of fucked. Uh, group of like a boy racer drove past me with his mates in a car and they let off a like a fog horn and i didn't even flinch mate i literally <laughs> i just done that like see i'm standing in the pavement they let it off and i just done that wait there wait there wait there you ready yeah And then I just kept walking. But see the fear, the face, the fear in their faces. Like the guy with the foghorn was like, get, drive. (laughs) (laughs) Drive. Quivering lip. Is that the full story? That's the full story. So why did you not react? Because if somebody, did you you see the foghorn coming? Or because if somebody set one off and I didn't see it coming, I'd jump out my fucking socks. No, mate, I was just dead inside. Completely dead inside. <laughs> just fucked. <laughs> and Nothing phases me. Aye. So that, short and sweet, and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast once, I accidentally drank bleach when I was younger. What? Yeah. How did you accidentally drink bleach? So, in my street, there was a wee guy that I used to hang about with, and I went up and chapped his gran and granda's door to see if he was in, and they answered the door. For some stupid reason, I decided to go into their garden and open the shed. Mm-hmm. And I found a ginger bottle full of fucking disinfectant or bleach. But <laughs> what it did was, you think it was? I thought it was ginger, mate. <laughs> it was a luminous uh, green. So I thought it was like limeade oh. or something. <laughs> oh, what age were you? Oh, fuck, man. About six or something, mate. Right. 
But it was like, I was literally stepping near tubs of paint and all that to get it. It wasn't even cold. It was like a warm <laughs> bottle of bleach. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you swallow any of it? So, I picked it up and right. I done that. Oh, no! <laughs> I ran down, I ran down to my mom's house. It's not funny. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I think it's funny. I, I, I ran down to my mom's house. I get took to Stockpile. Obviously, my memory's a wee bit kind of flustered. Mm -hmm. I remember being in this big metal bath of water, and a, a nurse was, like, fucking scrubbing me in this bath. What? Aye. I don't know why. And then I woke up in a bed the next day, and that's kind of all, all I remember. You know, pump your stomach or something? I can't. I don't think I get... No. No? I must have no swallowed anything, mate. I must have put it in my mouth and spat it out. Right, and it's maybe been heard you? Aye. Been heard your skin? That's because what? it's been in my mouth, I've freaked out. Ah, right. Uh, well. Because if I swallowed it, I would have got my stomach pumped. Aye. But, aye. So I drank bleach. I think that explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember before it? <laughs> and then after that, it been different? Aye. Come out of the hospital, feel... pure. I don't feel right. <laughs> something feels a wee bit darker <laughs> what shop you're fucking idiot for drinking bleach oh my god that's hilarious man. but not funny like that a kid fucking drank bleach but the way it's the way you tell it darren no genuinely is it's funny but i took a slug a slug of a bleach a charge you're about a charge <laughs> what is it as you're taking it bleach bleach <laughs> oh mate one time during the summer I was in between, I remember the time because I remember I was hanging about with these people, but it was in between primary seven and first year. I, I think we actually, it's, I've never really thought about this, but it's quite something quite sweet about it that mean, because I stayed in a sort of catchment area for my primary school, but then we moved and I was outside the catchment area for the secondary school that all of my mates were going to. So it was me and two other people went to St. Andrews, which is the secondary school in Carntine. And everybody else went to St Mungo's, which is a secondary school, school down at um, Celtic Park, like Duke Street sort of way, Deniston. Mm. So we made this decision that we'll all get together and we'll spend summer with them. We thought it was fucking American Pie or some lad, you know what I mean? But it was just <laughs> fucking <laughs> madness. But there was me and these two other guys and somebody was driving past and threw a water balloon and me and one of the other guys seen it and like moved out the road and it smashed this guy in the face. See as it connected... We heard, we pissed in that. Oh. And it was a water balloon full of pish. <laughs> That's heartbreaking, man. <laughs> and the guy was wearing a brand new Kango. Oh. <laughs> like, um, cardigan. <laughs> like, a, like a baby blue Kango cardigan. And it was the first day that he was wearing it. And we were ripping him because it was baby blue. And it just fucking water balloon full of pish. But you see, the, my memory, I bet you this is totally bullshit. I bet you this is wrong. They did shout. That's everything happened. But I remember as it connected with his head, it just heard, we pissed in that. And it just exploded everywhere. And not a drop went on me or the other guy. Because we pure got out the road and seen it fucking coming. And this guy just got fucking drenched in pish. Was it pish? Eh? It, oh, mate, it was undoubtedly pish. It oh. was reeking. And you could see the sort of, like, yellowy hue oh. on the guy's baby blue tap. And what, did that pure scar him, I? I don't know, mate. Guy went to an school. I don't even, I don't even <laughs> know if I've ever spoke to the guy. <laughs> I don't know if it scarred him, but, mate, he got ripped for that full summer. That full summer, man. Can't remember we were calling him something. Um, but I can't remember what it was. Mate, that's incredible. Know, man. That's evil though. Pushing in a water balloon, it should be water. It and adults in a car. Aye. And what are you in primary seven? Ten? Yeah. Well, like wee boys. Do you know what I mean? And hitting a wee boy in the head. That's evil. But full on adult. There was one time in car time where somebody was going to put a super soakers for a push. And it's like, water fight! Spring guns we push. Mate, see if somebody done that to me, I'd burn their house down. Maybe we could edit that bit out. <laughs> you turn up at their house with some prog crackers. Hi. She's a fucking super soaker. I want somebody to fling a water balloon full of push at me. I want that to happen. Because your life will never be the same. Just do it. Go, go do it. <laughs> oh, mate. You're inviting the fucking demons into your life with that, man. Because you'll wake up in the middle of the night and I swear to God it will feel like a night terror. You'll be like, oh, it's just a dream I'm having a night terror. It's all right. It's all right. And it'll be like that guy for the triads that get his horn chopped off. 
Can I go back to back on side? <laughs> I don't think they'll have you, mate. <laughs> Watch this podcast. It'll start with a wee tear, as like you're thanking everybody, <laughs> and, and it'll end with concern. Either like that. Um, it's only humans that we're supposed to be helping, no half goblin man pigs. So there we go. Can I check how long we've done? Um, I think we fucked about for a couple of minutes at the start, didn't we? So we're yeah. talking probably about 55 minutes. 55 minutes. Is there anything that you would like to talk about or? Well, what did you watch? We like a wee um, TV movie. I'm always intrigued at what Darren's been watching because you've made some exceptional recommendations to me on this podcast and you've made a couple of absolute fucking stinkers as well so mandy yes in particular that mandy one i it was only mandy come I on it was come on baby no way i was just checking my messages there what fucking michael adams just messaged me on facebook who's that the boy that took us to the first aid tent with the cat no way mate i've not spoke to him in about five years should just message him back and say, I'll text you back properly in 20 minutes, but I was just telling the cat story on my podcast. This is weird. See what he says. That is fucking mental. Oh, we got, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about what you've been, what you've been watching. I'll tell you what I've been watching, but we've got a question for the Patreon. Oh, I'm I never sure. knew that. One of the Patreon members told us that she listened to the Peanut Butter Falcon. She said she loved it and she recommended a film to me that is quite similar. It is called, let me see, sorry everybody, Hunt for the Wilder People. So that's on my watch list, I'm going to watch that. But recently I watched Escape from New York. Escape by... Um Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, right. I watched No Country for Old Men. Wow, what a fucking podcast that is, mate. Podcast? What a fucking movie that is, mate. I watched Black Sheep, a Chris Farley classic. And I also watched a film called Fan. It was a Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes film. Robert De Niro is an obsessed a baseball fan mm -hmm. and Wesley Snipes is a famous baseball player. Robert De Niro when he was younger was a good player when he was a kid and through his entire life he becomes obsessed with baseball. So he kidnaps Wesley Snipes' son and he becomes a maniac fan. It's It was made in 1996. I don't think a lot of people know about it actually but it's a fucking great wee film. Yeah, I'm on. I'll need to check that one out. What about you? That's a good list, man. I don't know that Chris Farley movie, and I'm I'm intrigued by him as like a character. Do you know? I think if I was recommending a film, I would say it'd be good for you and Sharon to watch it. It's silly, pure silly, mm -hmm. slapstick nonsense. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's not exactly like Oscar. I brain surgery, like it's, it's silliness, but that's why people like him. Aye. I mean, I think I heard an interview, Chris, Christian Bale. Mm -hmm. Christian Bale said American Ninja is one of the best films that he's ever seen. And he thinks Chris Farley's a genius. So in American Ninja, have you ever seen that? Aye. Aye it's pure. Oh, no, you've made this mistake before. It's Beverly Hills Ninja. Beverly Hills Ninja. American Ninja is the pure 12 part opus that starts with like a guy in like 81 and <laughs> finishes in like 1993 with like a made for TV movie. It's like American <laughs> Ninja 12. Aye. He's not a ninja or something. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a ninja. Aye, he's like working in a shop and the ninjas come to get revenge. Like. <laughs> it's been a fever dream. Like American <laughs> Ninja 14, it's all been a fever dream. Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up and he's got like fucking meningitis or something. But um, no, early holidays, I watched... I watched a lot of Christmas movies, a lot of Christmas content, like the usual ones, mate. The um, I'm up. It's Christmas Carol. Amazing. Um, uh, Scrooged. What uh, one? Home Alone one and two. The Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Home Alone one and two. All that stuff. All, all, all that. All the Christmas stuff, but the stuff outside that that I watched. Uh, I watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy. 
oh, which hey. is the first time that I've ever watched it. Or oh, keep falling. I kept falling asleep. I've tried like that's probably like my tenth attempt to watch the trilogy in its entirety, and I just keep on like passing out during like five hour movies and stuff like that. It's just kind of pitchy sleep, like, but no, I really enjoyed it. Then I watched the Hobbit trilogy, which I really enjoyed as well. Um, I don't know why that flew under the radar. So I, I never realized that I had a trilogy. Aye, there's three of them. Wow. So there's the first one, Hobbit, an unexpected event. That's like the first one. There's another two. Brilliant. I've um, only watched the first one. I'll watch the other two. And then uh, I got a Nintendo Switch. Nice. For Christmas. So I played a lot of like Mario Brothers and Mario Kart. All the pure classic NES, SNES and Nintendo 64 games. Can I beat it, man? So that was my Christmas. That's what I did for my entertainment. Some good content. I actually watched Rambo again as well. That's like fucking 30 times I've watched that. The I first was, one? I was, I was just going through my watched again. Aye, the first one. Aye. What happens in the first one? He's passing through a tunnel and the police is like, you can't pass through the tunnel, I'll give you a lift. And he drives him away outside the tunnel. And then Rambo turns back. And it just descends into fucking madness. Absolute madness. Aye. Absolute chaos. Oh, there you're the chief. In here, I'm the chief. What's the one where he pours the... He pours the bullet, the gunpowder into his wound and sets it in fire with a match? Ah. Oh. He's been, like, shot with, like, a wooden bolt or something. He's got, like, a bit of wood sticking out his, his hip. Aye. And he pulls it out and he's got a hole right through his body so he needs to clotterize it and how he does that is he em empties a bullet into the wound and then lights a match and it just goes <gasps> out each side of the wound it might be the vietnam one i think he's in a jungle yeah but it's not one of the, the the older ones he's like young it's one one two or three i can't even can't remember, even remember. the movies are fucking class mate aye I love it. Absolutely. Hey classics. man, come on. He's 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 fucked. Take him to the hospital. Just leave it. I love it. I googled that and all. Rambo diet after that. The Rambo diet? Hi. <laughs> Rob Rambo. See the bit uh, I said <laughs> we went to see like the is it just Rambo it's called? The one where he's like operating a tourist boat or whatever Aye. and he needs to like save them. So ridiculous. Hey, boatman. Exactly. Aye, exactly. What are you looking at, Boatman? See the end of the eye, exactly. He's like built like a brick shithouse, man. He's got like veins coming out his fucking eyeballs, and this fucking idiot decides to like, I'll fucking bar him and I'll do him. I'll fucking do Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> um, at the end of it, he goes back to a farm, and it's like uh, the, the scene is like him walking up like a like a, a, a driveway or like, you know, walking up towards a house. And it's a, a an American style mailbox that says R dot Rambo, and my mate went Rab Rambo. In the middle of the pictures, and half of the pictures started pushing. Amazing! Is that his, what, what, is that his name? No, <laughs> <laughs> he just he must have just come out. He just went Rab Rambo. <laughs> but there's a guy in Glasgow called Rab Rambo. Aye. My mate was called Rambo because his name's Raymond. <laughs> right. He called, called him Rambo. <laughs> I was at a house party once. Oh, mate, this is the most random podcast ever. We can wrap up after this. No, we need to answer this question. Uh, yes. I, but, um, I was at a house party one time and there was like a lassie and I didn't know her. And we were just, there was like bunches just chatting and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, see, when I was at school, I get called Rambo. And I was pure, how come? She was like, so used to butter fuck out all the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Mad bird walking about Sprit. What's your Kirky Tullet? Getting called fucking Rambo. Kirky? Mate, no. You might. Your own name? I do. I'll tell you off camera. Okay. Right. Now I'm going to fucking <clears throat> Facebook her. So this was a question that came in on your Facebook post. And I'm interested to see if this matches, right? So Kenny McCormick commented saying, this was a question for uh, Christopher McArthur Boyd, but I think we should answer it for an interesting reason. He said he'd been re-listening to the podcast again from the start. He had a question for CMB, red or brown sauce on your steak pie? Now, I don't remember us talking about this. I've got no memory. So I don't remember what I said. So I'm interested. So Kenny can tell us if the answers are still the same. 
So we need to clear something up. Christopher MacArthur Boyd was going to come on as a guest to the podcast, but there was a wee bug flying about, so that's why CMB is not on it. He'll be on it next week. And Kenny is one of the Patreons, and that's why he's asked that question. So if I was having a steak pie, I would put brown sauce on it. Right, okay, and I'm red. And I bet you that's I bet you I've went brown sauce on a steak pie because I think that's fucking disgusting. Red sauce all day long, but that's how I think right now. Maybe Kenny will be like, you fucking said brown sauce as well, you can't. Because I don't know what I say. I just do what I feel. I mean, there's no need to get so angry about it. About <laughs> <laughs> what? You putting brown sauce on a steak pie? I would have tomato sauce on it as well. Aye, tomato sauce on a pie, mate. Aye. It needs to be. I used to be addicted to be- see barbecue sauce. I used to be addicted to that when I was a wee guy. Somebody told me this, right? Not so long ago, and I was like, that's not true. And they're like, it is true. I said, do you know barbecue sauce is a mix, an equal mix of brown and red sauce? And I was like, that's not true. I was like, every barbecue sauce is different for one uh-huh. and they've got unique fucking recipes and they're like, no, 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 I'm telling you, barbecue sauce is a mix. So then they went, Heinz barbecue sauce is a mix of Heinz ketchup and Heinz brown sauce. It's like, Heinz don't day brown sauce, mate. HP day brown sauce, you're full of shit. They then went and got some brown sauce and tomato sauce and equal parts to it and like a ramekin and we tasted it and it tasted fuck all the barbecue sauce. <laughs> 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 that was about two years ago mate and wasn't they, that long were ago? they gutted no they were just pure somebody tell me they, they get raging they go angry like because they realized that they were wrong like totally wrong don't get me wrong it resembled a barbecue sauce uh-huh a bit but it wasn't a fucking barbecue sauce i was expecting you to be like ah, it was barbecue sauce <laughs> guess what it was barbecue sauce um that somebody tried to come in yeah oh they need to wait I think it's Matt, is it? See dinner here all three. I don't think it was Matt. Um Oh my god. We'll end the podcast on that. Right, okay. You know who it is? Aye. Right, okay. Uh don't yeah. worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I can't say any more. We'll we'll talk about this on the Patreon. Look, we've done over an hour. It's very good to be back on the podcast. It means a lot. We enjoyed our break. Paul, thank you for your help. Funny Bunch, this Sunday, under a tenner, a ticket to see Susie McCabe and Tom Stead. Come on. And Darren Connell. Come on to fuck. You're fucking excellent at the Funny Bunch, mate. So thank you, mate. Get to see you as well as Tom Stead and Susie McCabe for under a tenner, mate. Daylight robbery, I'd say. No. Or Robin, sorry. Other way about. I'm getting fucking robbed. (laughs) Aye, exactly. Right, guys, the Patreon episode will be out early. This will be posted whenever. See you next week. Much love. Prong cracker dab. Aye, prong cracker. Uh, this is my prong cracker dab. Don't fuck. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck. Do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger up the ass? That's uh, Big Lebowski. Do you see what happens when you fuck a stranger up the ass? That's Two a, massive prone bags. Of <laughs> fucking that's, canny. A, that's a character that's supposed to have PTSD for Vietnam. Well, there you go. I, I get it. John Goodman, I get it.